You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host. One of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Now, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it is the uh, second hour of power, hour number one in the books. Good stuff right there as we were joined uh, away from uh, Denmark by Andre Hogeboom and uh, his new book, The Dutch Master of the Unauthorized the unauthorized biography of 2021 uh, Formula One champion Max Verstappen, Maxi Axe, if you're on a first-name basis. I've coined him that, so I don't who knows. But uh, welcome back to the program. It is The Drive from 3 to 5. It is Race Central on the radio. Great to be with you. Uh, STK said the kid behind the uh, quote-unquote non-glass, pushing all the buttons, being sure that uh, the master of no disaster, uh, IndyCar, as you heard me discussing last segment at uh, Belle Isle, ironically, last year at Belle Isle, they had, well, they had two races last year, race one, race two, Saturday and Sunday. And the race one winner was Marcus Erickson, who won your uh, 2022 Indy 500. So interesting uh, deal there. Uh, we'll see how this weekend plays out. But uh, Kyle Kirkwood, who just announced he's leaving uh, A.J. Voigt Racing to go to Andretti in the, the seat that Alexander Rossi's had for seven years as Rossi goes to McLaren, he's fastest in the first practice. So I'll uh, check up uh, on anything that is uh, new and exciting there. Also in the IndyCar world, uh, IndyCar's Ein Argentina. That would be amazing. It would be uh, the first time since 71 when it was USAC IndyCar season opened at the uh, three-mile oval. Holy cow. At Autodromo Cidad de Rafael. I hope I said that right. But that would be really cool. I'd have to get in touch with uh, my good friend Enrique Mancia. Actually, who was Ayrton Senna's teammate in Formula Fords and then raced against Ayrton in Formula 3. And his son is doing a phenomenal job in essentially what could be called like IMSA Porsche Cup in Argentina. That that might be, because if you've never been to Argentina, oh my God, what a spectacular uh venue that would be. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the track they're talking about going to, but they do have a MotoGP race there, which means that, um, well, we'll see what happens. A lot, of, just a lot of conversation right now, but that would be, that would be fantastic. And if you're not familiar, the South American um, race fans are passionate as are, are the fans in Mexico. It, uh, when IndyCar, well, it was Champ Car back then, went to uh, to Mexico. It was, I mean, massive, massive crowds, which is pretty cool. That, 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 would, be, that, that would be neat. I mean, you know, 
uh, IndyCar way back, or Champ Car way back in the day, they raced it, uh, in Germany. They had a race. John uh, a blank on the other one. That's what happens. Don't get old. Um, but it was Germany and, 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 yeah, they'll probably come to me at 3.30 in the morning. Trust me, I will not go on the air to announce that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, IndyCar, as I say, the, the, the numbers for viewership for NASCAR this year and IndyCar, all, everything, is way up. And attendance is way up. Y'all want to get out of the house. Uh, t- trust me, I feel you. I think uh, I think we can all, uh, you know, I think we can all work with that. <laughs> it's it's just it is what it is, um, and you know it's it's funny. The Memorial Day weekend has so many different you know uh, meanings. Certainly, the most important meaning is is supporting all the first responders and all the military folks that well protect us and allow us to have the, the time and the joy to do all the cool stuff that we do. But uh, I guarantee anybody that's been a race fan for a long time probably has a special Memorial Day weekends. Mine, obviously growing up, the Indy 500, uh, when I was racing in the Formula Mazda series, you know, the, the big doubleheader weekend at Laguna Seca, um, watching Indy 500 because we got rained out in Monterey and Danny Sullivan spin and win. Uh, that, that's just, you know, and then, like I said before, you know, hustling from the house in Connecticut up to Lime Rock to watch record crowds and big old badass IMSA prototypes, uh, you know, wheel around Lime Rock, which when I got a chance to return there a few years ago and I was the series announcer for the Pirelli World Challenge Series and doing CBS television for them, it's like I, it was like I was returning to an old friend, a lot of, lot of great memories. And I, I think that uh, Memorial Day weekend probably has a lot of special meanings to a lot of friends, whether they're friends and, and, and race fans, whether they're old fans or potentially becoming new fans, which is which is pretty cool. I think the, the state of the of motorsports, the health of motorsports is, is very, very strong. And now certainly we've got Formula One. They'll be back in Coda this year at the end of the year and then next year uh, going to Las Vegas. Pretty cool stuff. I'm already. I can't believe I'm already talking about next year. My lord, you know, where'd this year go? Where'd summer go? Only eight more months until spring. I've got that officially from uh, uh, the, the weather report. Yeah, eight more months. We're just going to go all the way around the clock and just skip the next couple months, right, Sid? Are we keeping you up over there? <laughs> I'm just getting tired of this. Oh, but the rain we got, that's good. I'm very glad we, we did that. Well, we didn't do that, but somebody did because uh, we needed it badly. But, man, oh, man, this is just, this is starting to get, uh, you know, a little old. Uh story that was released late, late this week, uh, Phoenix will retain the NASCAR Championship weekend for 2023. I think that's a good move. I think Homestead's Homestead. It's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, going to Phoenix in November is really a very, very uh, easy thing to do. So a, lot of, and a lot of Coloradans head down there. I mean, catch a flight, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday. A lot of NASCAR fans head to Phoenix. And the weather's, you know, high 70s, low 80s. 
and what they've done with that circuit in terms of the infield party zone and, and everything. Speaking of infield party zone, uh, the Indy 500, I, I like the snake pit concept thing. Now, having said that, if you'd been to the Indy 500 in the 60s, 70s, 80s, the snake pit was not in the infield. It was outside of the track from the main entrance. And uh, as many people would say so politically correct, not the place for a lady. Uh, debauchery, uh, just unbelievable. I mean, it was truly a snake pit. But I like what they've done with the infield snake pit now. It's you know got the big snake pit sign and the bands and just the vibe. The Indy 500, like I said, you know, it had a feel of old, but a lot of feeling of new. It felt to me very much like the the clash at the LA Coliseum for NASCAR. Boy, boy, did that work. And looking at the snake pit in Indy, it, it kind of had that same vibe. I mean, you still got the people that have been coming for 40 years or longer with their pickup truck and their scaffolding built into the, you know, the truck bed and mattresses up on top and that whole deal. But a very, still a, a great feeling of history. But that, that, that new vibe, that young vibe, it's, it's, it's infectious. And it's good for the sport. And as you heard um, Andre say, you know, Netflix Drive to Survive has really even had a big impact in Europe. Because that's, it's just the, the, the sports roots are based in Europe and South America. It's good for the sport. I think that uh, I think that it's very, very hard to look across the whole landscape and feel that uh, there's not a lot of spring in everybody's step. It's good. It's cool. It's very cool. It uh, it's a it's a new cool. It's a it's a new vibe. It's a different vibe. But everything has to evolve. You know the uh, the quote unquote old timers that aren't happy with new NASCAR or new IndyCar or whatever, got to evolve, man. If you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Or if you're just idling, you're going backwards. Got to get, get aggressive. Got to move ahead. NHRA, are you listening? Love drag racing, but, man, they're, they're stuck. They're stuck in the 60s, I think, and that's not good for the sport. What can I say? Um, this weekend, good stuff. Gateway St. Louis for NASCAR, Xfinity of Portland, IndyCar on the streets of Belle Isle, NHRAs in Epping. So every, everybody's pretty much back at it this weekend. Formula One, not so much, uh, but it's going to be fun. We're going to talk to our good friend Lee Spencer from Racing Boys next year on the Premier Home for Motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. You can also watch a TV show right there. Anywhere you can hear my voice, you can watch Race Central. I'm the Insider and racecentralmedia.com. Voices in Motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. That's about quarter after the hour. It is the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. 
uh, RayCentralMedia.com and uh, the website that makes you smarter than a better motorsports fan, <laughs> always say that tongue-in-cheek, is RayCentralMedia.com. We're uh, working on Lee Spencer, uh, RacingBoys.com. She's the, well, she's one of the top NASCAR reporters uh, ever to uh, to walk the planet and uh, does a great job now for Racing Boys. And uh, it's the Enjoy Illinois 300 this weekend. Sunday's, uh, well, Sunday's Illinois uh, coming out party, as uh, Lee says. And uh, as you heard me mention earlier in the program, a lot of the top-tier drivers have uh, have raced at this track. And eight have won, which is now known as Worldwide Technology Raceway, back in the uh, Bush Series uh, days and now uh, Xfinity and also the Menards Tour. So, uh, but again, back then... There's been a repave uh, uh, since then as new ownership and management has taken over the place. And uh, uh, Ross Chastain might be a get guy to look at this weekend. He's been very successful there. He is, he's won there in Xfinity. So it, um, I, I, think, I think, again, it's going to be um, a very exciting race. I, I just don't see a lot of... Uh, a lot of data, data. Some say apple, some say apple, some say tomato, some say tomato. But uh, the most recent winner is Chastain, and that was back in the truck series because the Cup guys have never uh, run there before. So it is back. Um, oh, I'm just going to see here. Well, I'm getting a text from Sydney. Hi, Sydney. What is Sydney telling? This is good radio right here. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Drivers came out and wants to she can come on later. Of course she can. I just don't know when. Because uh, Photo Joe Stars, actually, yeah, we could do 445. As we program ourselves over the air. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? The last segment. Yes, last segment. This is what we called uh, production on the fly. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, people think this is easy. It's really not. And getting, you know, top flight people uh, always every week is, is it's a lot of work and a lot of moving pieces. And, and unfortunately, like the NHRA, it seems like, um, especially bouncing around the country, well, it's this way with all the series, uh, there, are, there are conflicts with timing and, and such. And then if, if the, the driver, like Stefan Wilson, um, you know, if they're having problems or they're whatever, you know, you're you're not going to be top of the list. I, many times we are. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember who was last on the program that uh, called in just as he stepped out of the car. It might have been Tyler McCory. I can't remember. Well, we, a few years ago, we did a thing with Robbie Gordon. Literally, he was walking down to get in his cup car. I don't remember where they were racing. It's a long time ago. But uh, doing the interviews, he's literally, you know, walking to the car, putting on his, his stuff. That's kind of fun. Yeah, he makes for good live radio. But uh, I don't think anybody can really predict. I'm not big on predictions. I'm not big in, you know, prognostication, that kind of stuff. Because there's just, there's just too many damn moving parts in this deal. But there's one thing that we do know is... We don't know a lot. New surface. Uh, it's it's a very big place. Uh, there will be shifting. There's conversation that 
depending on how you have the car geared, they might even be going, you know, down into third gear. Coming off, well, going into to turn one, coming off and shifting up to the gears. I, that's, you know, it's a lot of wear and tear uh, on the gearbox of a 700-horsepower beast. I think attrition could really be a factor this weekend. And then, you know, far be it for me to say that Goodyear has a tire problem, but I think Goodyear has a tire problem. Or they might have a crew chief problem. Because you know all these dudes are stretching the limits of these tires. This happened a few years ago, and what they determined is, you know, the crew chiefs were overinflating the tires. Now, the air pressure you leave the pits with or the garage with is not the air pressure that will be achieved by that tire because as it gets hotter, the air expands, the tire pressure comes up. So if you if you overinflate the tire hoping to get better grip on your outlap, that's fine. But that tire is going to it's going to get eaten up which I think is part of the reason you're seeing so many tire failures. You know, especially right fronts, right rears, driving it off the rear, as they say, drive off the rear tire coming off the corner. You heat that sucker up. And if you if you don't back the corner up enough and you just dive on in there and put all that G-loading and stress on that right front tire, remember, it's turning the car as well as trying to keep it going on the arc that you've chosen, the tire is going to get worn out. It's going to, it's, as I say, it's when a good year creates a bad day. Not a good thing. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and it's a problem. It's a problem. I mean, Goodyear had uh, troubles with their tires years ago in the NHRA. Cars were making too much horsepower, too much torque. They were literally just twisting the tire off the rim. And had a lot of tire explosions. Many believe that was a con- very large contributing factor to the death of Eric Metlin. Tires just couldn't handle the amount of horsepower they were being thrown on them. It sucks. Uh, so if I'm going to pull up the schedule here for Bell Island. Uh, let's see here. Because I don't think they have two races this year. They, in the past, it's always been a doubleheader weekend, which is made for a lot of fun. But I don't believe this weekend. Um, let's see. Saturday, they have IMSA, WeatherTech, Sports Car. Yeah, so there's no the Indy Lights races are Saturday. I'm not a reader, but I got to read this stuff because I got to get it right. You've got IMSA, WeatherTech, Sports Car Championship. You've got Indy Lights. Um, yeah, so Saturday's all uh, IMSA and Indy Lights, and then you got a bunch of vintage racing going on, which is pretty cool. Then you got Indy Lights Cooper Tires Race 2. So you do have two races for uh, IndyCar. You check that, Indy Lights. But uh, just one for IndyCar. That's interesting schedule change. But they're, they're trying to mix it up, and I certainly I get that. Trying to create more... Uh, interesting, unique things to see with the Masters Endurance Legends uh, deal. Lots of live bands, indie lights, uh, IMSA. Man, I love prototype racing. So you got you got you got a full slate of it. Um, 
on Saturday. And then, Sunday, should we check that Saturday, you will have qualifying for Sunday's race. That's that's a good schedule. That's got a good balance. And Belle Isle is absolutely beautiful. They used to race through the streets uh, in, uh, in, in Detroit. Uh, they had... Formula One there for years and years and years. There's been conversation about going back to the streets of Detroit. Well, the streets of Detroit are now a lot better than they were. And Belle Isle is a very expensive venue to put on. I believe Penske owns that event. Because everything's temp- temporary circuits and barriers, much like it would be downtown. But uh, there's been conversation that maybe... The crowds would be better if they had it right downtown so people don't have to trek over to the aisle and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's beautiful there. But I, I for what would like to see. I've been to the Detroit Grand Prix a few times. Very, very cool venue. Uh, I'd like to see them go back to the streets of Detroit, especially with the big re- revitalization of, of downtown Detroit. And it's, uh, it's coming back big time. And much like Long Beach, I mean, they could use the model of a Long Beach Grand Prix to put the eyes of the world on, you know, the revitalized downtown Detroit. I think it'd be a good idea. I don't know. It's just just JMO, as a millennial person would say to me, or uh, STK, just my opinion. But I think that'd be a pretty good move. It's... uh, Move it back to the streets where, where it, it's always been. And boy, let me tell you, it, it, they, before they revitalized, or not revitalized, but changed around the ins- inside of the Renaissance Center or the Rensen, if you're on a first name basis, real easy to get lost inside of that place. Like the Circle Star Theater in San Francisco. Have an adult beverage or so, and then walk into a place that's a circle with no lights. <sighs> Not a lot of fun. It is, uh, what can I say? It's 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, Lee Spencer will be joining us in the final segment. I was going to do Radioactive at 445, but Lee Spencer will be joining us at 445. Uh, Joe Starr coming up next. We'll talk a little little NASCAR, a little local Joe segment with the photo Joe Starr. And again, to remind you, support the people that support us, because without them, we can't do this program. Colpar Hobbies, uh, two locations to serve you in the metro. Colpar.com on the web. Dream Cars, dreamcars.com, easiest place to buy or sell your car, auction or traditional selling too. Reach out to Tom, the big boss. That's who I deal with. And uh, it's support at dreamcars.com. Also, Coyote Motorsports, Denver's only star certified Yamaha dealer, CF Moto 2. Also, Colorado loves Total Beverage. Total Beverage loves Colorado. They've got the charity kickball event coming up. The Golf Expo, all free. And then August 6th, the big Total Beverage, Race Central, Not Your Average Car Show. Car Show, stay tuned to the Total Beverage Facebook page for all the information or on their website, TotalBev.com. Stop in for all your beverage needs, confection foods, fine cigars. It's TotalBev.com. It's uh, Race Central on the radio. More coming up after this.
Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Uh, 45 minutes after the hour, it is the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central TV. It's the drive from 3 to 5. Oh, boy. Kind of a funky day here in the Mile High City, but... uh, the incomparable uh, Lee Spencer Racing Boy Scoop, NASCAR News interviews, and more. Hey, young lady, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm busy here at Gateway. Yeah, I bet. Uh, so uh, talk to us about Gateway. What's the vibe? What's it, you know, just what's the scoop? Well, I mean, some drivers are comparing it to Phoenix. Others are comparing it to Martinsville. It's a very flat track. It has two different ends to it so it's it's been a challenge for a lot of the drivers the trucks uh truckers are qualifying right now the cup guys say at first practice uh richard petty took the first laps around the track in an old 43 petty machine and so um you know it's the business as usual except for we're getting a little more practice because it's a brand new track and as you know we don't have as much practice as we've had in the in the past so um new new day new track and uh Bright new challenge for a lot of drivers. Many have said that, and uh, Kyle Busch has been very outspoken, that the lack of practice has really hurt his um, his deal, for lack of a better description. We have practice this weekend. Does that mean that he doesn't, you know, luck into a, a, a win when, uh, as he did a few weeks ago when uh, uh, Tyler Reddick got spun out of the lead? Or he's, who's who? Who do you think? Who's your pick uh, this weekend? Who do you think's the the guy? Wow. Um, I would think if you're really good at, at Martinsville that this is probably the track for you. Um, you know, Denny Hamlin, um, I would have said in the past, you know, maybe Joey Logano, maybe Blaney, uh, William Byron. You know, the, the Hendrick cars have been so good at Martinsville over the years. Any of them, you know, are capable uh, of winning. I mean, you know, I, we're, I was talking to Chase Elliott, and he was he's the one that really, he thought it drove a lot like Martinsville. He likes Martinsville. He's fast there, so um, he could certainly be somebody who factors in. We're talking to Lee Spencer, RacingBoys.com. It's uh, a Racing Boys Scoop, NASCAR News interviews, and more featuring the incomparable Lee Spencer. You know, Martin Truex Jr. has been very good at Martinsville as of late, but something, something's wrong at the 19. Do you get that same vibe? Well, he went out, I mean, two laps into his practice this uh, this morning or this afternoon, rather, he was complaining about chattering of the tires and uh, just didn't have the feel he was looking for. And um, I just don't think this new car agrees with him, which is unfortunate because we know the kind of talent level he has. Um, you know, I, I think he is one of the best interviews that we have. He's very honest. He's concise um, and extremely talented, very gracious. Um, I'd hate to, you know, see this be his last year, but I, you know, he told me a year ago um, when we were at Road America that if this car just didn't suit his style, he wasn't going to, you know, just go through the motions to drive race cars. And um, I hope that's not the case, but I just don't think he's, you know, I just don't think he's clicked with this car yet. Yeah, yeah, and they got to make room for Ty Gibbs. You've got, you know, Denny yes, Ham Sandwich. Yeah, Denny Ham Sandwich is all over the place. He wins a week ago, but, you know, Denny, Denny's one of those guys you can lead all the laps and, and in the last pit stop get a pit road violation and, you know, finish, you know, 15th. That's just kind of how he is. But, um, you know, between Martin, because he's made those rumblings, Denny has not. 
But Denny's also got his other deal. Who do you, in your opinion, I would hate to see Martin go away too, but do you think if they have to make room for Ty Gibbs, it, it, it could be Martin Truex? Well, Coach said he wants to see his grandson in the Xfinity Series for another year, and I think that's good. I mean, I still think, you know, he's got lessons to learn. He, you know, he's, a, he's still a teenager, and um, he's, you know, for lack of a better uh, description, shown his ass a couple of times. And so I, I think that, um, you know, if, if um, you know, if he's going to, um, you know, we know he can win, right? We know the talent's there. I think it's just a matter of putting it all together, but he's got to have the maturity to uh, run and cut because if he starts mowing people over, he's going to, you know, he's going to have it handed to him. I totally agree. We're talking to uh, Racing Boys Scoop, NASCAR News interviews, and more with the uh, charming Lee Spencer. It's uh, racingboys.com. Uh, best feel-good story. I think I know the answer already, but best feel-good well, story. Thank you very Hands much. Down. Yep, no doubt. <laughs> I said before the season uh, started, yeah. watch Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick. Tyler has not had the luck that uh, Chastain has had, but that dude is in it every freaking I weekend. He, I don't think Tyler has the cars that Ross has, quite frankly. Um I, you know, and Ross is tenacious. And you, with this new car, the way this car is designed, the way this package is, you better have the tenacity to back up that lead foot, right? And, and Ross is a total package. And, um, you know, I think Tyler's a little more apprehensive, and, and he's got to get over that because he certainly has the talent to be that guy. And, and I hope that clicks for him one day, but, you know, kind of still waiting for that to happen. Yeah, who ever thought that we'd say that a startup team, quote unquote, has got better cars than an established longtime team? That's uh, that tells us a lot about about the new car. Uh, you well, had... what, what it tells you about the new cars when you have two two drivers and two cars, it's a lot easier to get the parts and pieces for those two cars than it is for a four car team or a three car team. And so that's you know been part of the challenge, and it puts them in a really good position right now. I think that that's something that's helped. JTG Jordy and, and Ricky Stenhouse. It's just the fact that if they're a one-car team now, and they don't have to worry. You know, when the the wheel goes around and distributes the new parts and pieces for the car, they're standing there ready to roll. Always good stuff. The uh, uh, the unplugged uh, Lee Spencer from Racing Boys here on Race Central on the radio. Uh, I don't want to say disappointment this year, but but a guy that can you kind of just let me scratch your head. Who's your head scratcher driver this year? Uh, probably Kevin Harvick. I mean, they're just, you know, he finished third, but I don't think that's indicative of how he ran all day. He was just third at the end to finish at the Coca-Cola 600. And uh, you saw three, two of the three guys that finished on the podium on Sunday night were former champions. And the other one was Hamlin, who's, you know, basically won all the majors at this point, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think looking at it from that standpoint, you know, that their veteran um, experience really paid off. Do you think he's done at the end of the year? I'm sorry, what? Do you think uh, he's done at the end of the year, speaking of Kevin Harvick? No, absolutely not. Good. I think he'll keep rolling. Good. But he needs to have – he can't – you can't be, have the, the – the, he was the, the next intimidator. He was the next bad boy. He was, you know, and he was so good uh, two years ago when they went from hero to zero. Uh, they kind of faded last year, too. I mean, I, I can't see Kevin Harvick running around being ninth and 15th. I just don't see it. Well, no, but, I mean, I think they'll get it together. It's just Ford's behind Chevrolet and Toyota now. So um, they looked really good at the 600. They just, you know, most of them just didn't finish where they started. And uh, I think that, um, you know, they'll slowly get there. But I still think that Ford is a step behind the other two manufacturers. So you think it's a Chevy weekend or you think it's a Toyota weekend? 
I think it's a Chevy. I think Chevy does really well at the flat tracks. But, you know, Denny Hamlin's been good at Phoenix, and he's good at Martinsville, so I don't count him out. Have you heard I, – I heard – I said this a couple of weeks – well, a couple of months ago. But I heard North Wilkes uh, was going to give me a fire up again. Uh, have you heard that? Are they – I heard they're having a big super modified. Oh, yeah, they're rocking and rolling. But it's um, they're going to run some, you know, regional series, and they're going to run on dirt later in the year. But – as far as NASCAR going there anytime soon, don't bet on it. No, there's no. I mean, where where would they where would they find a date? First of all, but just to have North Wilkes back in the fold. I mean, wow that 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 makes me excited. That's like rock the rock, rock oh, yeah, North cool. Wilkes. Yeah. Oh God. It's cool, but you know NASCAR reopened Rockingham and nobody showed up by the second year. So you know that's something taking can. Consideration. We're in a major market here. Yes. Um, you know, Denver, I mean, Denver could certainly support a race. We saw what happened with LA Coliseum. I mean, we are literally a five minute drive to downtown St. Louis. And when you consider that you're in a major market like that, um, you're going to have people come. We're sold out this weekend. I mean, that's, you know, that's a great thing to hear. And um, NASCAR is just building momentum, and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. No, I, and I think, and I, I don't remember if we've talked to you since the uh, cl- uh, clash at the Coliseum. I think we have, but I think that that if they don't do something like that again, they're making a mistake because, man, that that. Oh, I, I think th- you can bet on them being bad. Yeah. Great where, market. Where do you think they Great could go? Great market and attracted a lot of new fans. Do you think they could go back to L.A. and do it there? Or you think they'd go another major, a different Absolutely. major market? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think you'll see us back in L.A. in February. Good stuff. Lee, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Sorry we've uh, caught you in the middle of a bunch of stuff before, but we always enjoy it. So racingboys.com. It's Lee Spencer. Read her stuff. She's really, really good. And uh, we always appreciate uh, you jumping on the program. And uh, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, anytime. That's Elise Spencer right there, racingboys.com. Read her stuff. She's really good, and we always enjoy having her on. Well, that's going to put another wrap on another terrific two hours. It's The Drive. It's Race Central on the radio Fridays from 3 to 5 here on the Premier Home for Motorsports. want to thank all of you for uh, tuning us in because without you, uh, we can't do what we do. want to also thank Coyote Motorsports, uh, Denver's only star Yamaha dealer and one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country. They've got stuff in stock, and it's zero financing Colpar Hobbies, Colpar.com, two great locations to serve you, and always at Colpar.com. Also, Total Beverage Colorado loves Total Beverage. Total Beverage loves Colorado. Go to their Facebook page or their website, TotalBev.com. They've got the charity kickball tournament coming up, also the Golf Expo, and then August 6th, Saturday, the big uh, weather check down. Total Beverage. Race Central, not your average car show. Car show, uh, you can register early if you get your VIP stuff. For the car show, you get this beautiful gift pack and all kinds of other cool stuff, too. Uh, No matter what it may be, for all your beverage needs, cigars and confection foods, too, it's the fastest pit stop anywhere in Colorado. It's Total Beverage and TotalBeverage.com. For Sydney Behind the Glass, STK over there. For all of you out there. Watch Race Central TV, visit us on the website at racecentralmedia.com, and we'll see you next week.